Well, hey, thanks for joining us for opening the box of knowledge. It's a exciting new year, and we're back to recording episodes. And I'm really excited today with our guest. Um, she's somebody I, I don't even actually know how long I've known her. She seems like she's always just been in the circle. Um, and I think we met actually in my village at Kassan. Um, I think uh, my sister Marina brought her home is what I, that's my recollection. But anyways, uh, with us, with Kachung and I today is Kelsey Wallace. And Kelsey uh, has gotten some notoriety during this whole pandemic uh, with the TikTok. And she's become like this badass indigenous influencer. And welcome, Kelsey. It's great to have you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really excited for us to dive into an awesome conversation. And yeah, your sister, my best friend Marina, stole me and we went down to Prince of Wales Island. It was for the totem pole raisings. That's where we first met. Totally sounds like a Marina move. She's just, I can just see it now. She just said, come on, you're coming with me. That's how it was. Yep. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So... Tell me a little bit about, um, well, one, so yeah, we've known each other a while, and I know you and Kachung uh known each other forever from the same community as well. Um, so, you know, good to have both of you folks on and have that history. Hey, so happy to have you, Kelsey. Uh, you know, we, we did. We grew up in Mumtarisha together and known each other uh, for many, many years. I think we're even distantly related, too, right? I asked my mom. We're not related. Oh, we're not related. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were related, but he's I basically- know. We always thought we were because we also, not just Mumtarisha, we all have, we also have our connection uh, to Nunapichok. Yep. Our, both our families come from Nunap. Yeah. So we probably might be like 50th cousins or something. Yeah, some, some there, something like that. We still can't date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kuyana cool. for joining us. Super excited for this conversation with you. I, I mean, this is this this is validates my argument for notyourcousin.com. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think you need it. Actually, that's something we'll, I, I want to ask Kelsey about because so – during this pandemic, you got really active on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And I started to notice across my feed, just I think probably because Alaska Native, because um, I, I didn't necessarily follow you immediately. I, you know, I didn't track you down. You just started showing up in my feed. And you were really just kind of having these conversations, educating people about our cultures and, and Alaska Native. And pretty cool, but it took on a whole new meaning for you, right? Because you actually met your partner in the love of your life on TikTok. Yeah, back in 2020, um, I've always been pretty active on social media, just like sharing my life. The thing I absolutely love about social media is being able to just like have a peek into other people's lives and their cultures and where they're from and you know wellness and wellness is a really big part of my life and so in 2020 during the pandemic I was pretty isolated you know as a mom and 
was working a lot and didn't really have like this really strong sense of community and like an outlet. And then in the beginning of 2021, I downloaded TikTok just because I saw tons of people like, you know, sharing TikToks and I found dances from there. And so I downloaded TikTok and I was really just immersed in it right away just because number one, like I love dancing and I grew up a cheerleader and like I walk in our dance group here. I love hip hop. Like, so the, the dancing really drew me in on TikTok. And then the second thing that really drew me in was people were, you just had such easy access to learning from people, right? People were sharing about their lives and their cultures, but also stories of struggle. And so it totally sucked me in. And I just started, you know, really learning some of the trending dances on TikTok and was pretty isolated in my office. And it was like a good distraction for me from some of the heavy work that we had been doing. And so I really just kind of fell into it. And then there were a couple of videos that I made um, talking about Alaska's political landscape, right? And some of our legislative members and, you know, some of the the choices and the votes that they were making and intersected it with like hip hop and dancing. And so there was this element that I loved, you know, the hip hop and dancing and um, the trending dances, but also having this really fun space just to share like some of the happenings in Alaska. So that was back in 2021, in the middle of 2021. And I started off, you know, I probably had like a hundred people who followed me and I just kept posting videos and was pretty much by myself. And then in the middle or towards the end of 2021 was when I guess my page kind of started to get some traction. And I went from having like a hundred people following me on TikTok to having like 25,000. And that was pretty intimidating, but I just really started to find like this awesome sense of community on TikTok that I think other people, I love native TikTok. Like when I think of badass indigenous like creatives who just, you know, are vibing and like sharing pieces and windows into their life, like that is why I love TikTok so much. And I met some really amazing people on that app and, you know, was able to visit relatives in Seattle. And then, yeah, I actually met my partner on TikTok all from a video. It was like creator zoomed in and was like, and like aligned us, right? She came up across my feed and there was something there. Like just, I'm very energy sensitive, right? And there was, there's this, like, there was some kind of draw, like an energy draw that I felt. And then after we started talking, like turns out she felt it too. So I don't know that's like a long tangent, but I, the big take, <laughs> you know, with TikTok with me is like one, it was, it's this awesome place of finding community and like learning from people and having fun. And you could, you never know, like you can meet your snag on TikTok too. <laughs> it just yeah. happens. You, you know, that's awesome. I think that's the generational difference. Um, 
you know, I have social media and I've actually had people tell me, oh, you're an influencer. I, I, I don't have your kind of numbers at all. So I don't think I am. But I, think I have are. people. I think you are, though. And like the thing with me that I that I feel like what makes somebody a quote unquote influencer is like, doesn't matter if you have 100 people, five people, 100,000 people that follow you. Like if you are having an influence on somebody's life you are an influencer, right? And it aligns with being a good relative. If you have a good influence on somebody's life, like I totally feel that from you. So you are like, you know. Oh, good cheese, how, uh, um, I, I like that because it doesn't really matter if you're like, if you have 25,000 followers or if you have 250, you know, it's just like, if you're, if you make an impact on someone's life out there that's that is connected to you that's that's just that's, that's a powerful thing so like how how would you like recommend like a young or just even not so young you know uh indigenous person to to think about jumping into something like this and getting into tiktok or some of the other social media sites something i think that has been very i've stuck to it is i just show up as my full self on social media, you know, and in as somebody who is now like, you know, outly part of the LGBTQ community because of TikTok, like that is something that's very, very important to me is no matter if you just like download, you know, a social media app, if you show up number one with good intentions, sharing your life with the right energy and you just want to share that with people like that's one people will be drawn to that right and it I've kind of used TikTok as like one like a digital journal I guess like to show my life and our life as Native people and you know being part of the you know Indigenous LGBTQ plus community so it's it's really about and, you know, my partner is very, um, not strict, but it's, it's just a boundary that she keeps with herself too, is like, she wants to be able to show up as her full self on, on her social media, but also is very selective of the energy that she chooses to share. So I'm like, you're, you're asking for advice on, you know, how to get started or what to do. Just do it. If you have, you know, download the app, show up as your full self be conscious of your energy and like give yourself parameters, right? Too much of a good thing isn't always a good thing. You know, um, it, it was crazy because I, I only knew an aspect of you and seeing on the TikTok, you have this really, um, like I feel like you were meant to be an entertainer, like somewhere like you wanted to be on stage or something. Theater was my minor in college. Yeah, it comes across. You are so, like, your body, um, your dancing, you really adapt to these songs and the things that you're imitating. And I feel like an old curmudgeon, so, like, I couldn't do any of that. I probably could, but I'm not. You could. Um, But I was just, you drew me in with it, and you're freaking funny. I mean, (laughs) I literally would laugh out loud i i would just be like laying around watching tiktok and i was like oh shit she is so funny you (laughs) know and i always admire people who aren't afraid to just clown and have fun and 
you know, but then you all of a sudden I'd see this TikTok where you're like in your car and you're, you're really addressing like racism or, you know, politics and other things. And it's just like, man, you are kind of the spectrum of from one end to the other on, you know, you can be funny and creative, but you are brilliant and serious and kind of everything in between. And I really love that. And I mean, like right now you got 56,000 plus thousand followers and, you know, you come across my feed daily and I, I always just one your facial expressions when you're being funny. I just love so much. And, um, but was it the today, the today show that, um, got a hold of you? It was, uh, the nationwide NBC was one of them, and then Good Morning America. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And and what was that all about? Like, they just saw like you're an influencer, and I had made a video last year talking about you know as a mom, just some of the gaps I guess that I'm seeing in the education system with my kids. Like my daughter is you know, in first grade, and I'm very candid and open with my daughter, you know, the history of Thanksgiving is not what you learn about in school. And I, you know, that's really important to me as a parent is really being able to create a space with my kids to talk with them openly about, you know, our history as Native people and shared history and, you know, what our relatives down at, you know, the Wampanoag tribe have had to go through and, you know, I had made a video last year talking about like 10 things that you could do on what is now known as Thanksgiving, whether you're a parent or an educator, like just things that you could be doing, whether you're an indigenous person or, you know, somebody, a part of an indigenous community or an ally, whatever your walk of of life is, just something that you could do on what is now known as Thanksgiving. And that video started trending again this Thanksgiving because I weren't really there were other creators talking about it. And, you know, there's some really amazing creators on the East coast of what's now known as the United States. And so there's some awesome people that I've, you know, been fortunate to, to learn from. And I had just made a video talking about what you could do on what's now known as Thanksgiving and talking about really how this very well-known holiday is rooted in colonialism and genocide and like the loss of life and, and culture. And, and I feel like this is part of a larger conversation now, right? It's like people, you know, people are talking about how our languages and our songs and our dances are waking up and our people are hungry for it. And this new wave of, Uh, or this like new generation of native people are so freaking proud to be, you know, indigenous and are not ashamed of their indigeneity, no matter if you're in like a large city with millions of people or if you're coming from the village. And so I just made a a video um, mostly as a resource and it blew up and there was a reporter. um, I checked my email one day and there was a reporter from Good Morning America that was just interested in having a conversation. And so I hopped on the call. I literally didn't even know it was an interview. I thought that it was just like they wanted to learn. And so she was like, well, this is actually a piece for Good Morning America. And I was like, well, I don't know if I'm the right person that you should be talking with because there are so many other people, you know, who are actually from the Wampanoag tribe. 
or who are from the East Coast of what's now known as the United States. And um, she, you know, she just was really adamant in sharing, like, I, I feel the good intentions and the good energy from you. And that's what I want to share with people. So, yeah, Good Morning America um, elevated that message, which I was really thankful for. And then um, Alaska's news source then came and, like, did an interview at my house. And they shared it on what's now known as Thanksgiving and, you know, shared how my family, we don't reference it as Thanksgiving. Um, I just started calling it Truthsgiving with my kids you know, it's not to say that we don't practice as native people. We practice what's now known as Thanksgiving all the time, right? We're grateful mm-hmm. for everything we wake up. We're grateful for the animals that give themselves to us, the food on like everything. We practice this, you know, notion of giving thanks. That is an indigenous concept. So yeah, all of that to say it was good morning America and um, Alaska's news source and then NBC. So. That was pretty cool. That That's really incredible. You know, one of the things through the whole pandemic that I noticed, one, you know, we all know Native humor and there's just nothing like it. But to see it kind of take over social media and then even the good, the bad and the ugly of it, like Modern Warrior and that whole oh debacle. Gosh, yeah. And yep. now my friend Ditter is the Modern Warrior. Warrior, yeah. And I just <laughs> love that. So that is awesome. I'm Kelsey, I I mean humor. Like we just that's it's one of those things as native people uh some people don't realize because they're like oh you think of native people like, like this whole stoic thing, right? But like you you and I worked together for many years and in different things. We've worked on projects together. We worked together at the Heritage Center. And I remember one of my favorite moments with you was uh you were you're office was like right directly across like mine at one point and i had we were like we'd always kind of like play tricks on each other right all our the folks there and there was one moment where i I, it was so long i was trying to i called you and i had tied a little mouse to your phone (laughs) i tied that little mouse to your phone and made a phone call and i was filming it and you you thought someone was actually calling for you, right? It was just yeah. one of my favorite moments ever. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, I'm remembering that now. And it's so funny, too. There have been, you know, so many times, like, Kachung and I have worked together and known each other. And, like, you know, he's an amazing artist. And I have a, like, I love performance art. Theater was my minor. And I just love, like, this intersection of, like, arts and humor. And, oh, my gosh, I'm just remembering all of the, it feels like your teasing cousin. Like, you just, right? That's what it is, is, like, your teasing cousin. Yeah, maybe that's that. why we thought we were related because we were just kind of like tease each other, play jokes and yep. pranks, and like yeah, just having a good time. So, yeah. so wait a minute, was this a real live mouse? No, <laughs> it was oh, a little okay. stuffed mouse. And the funny, I I still have the video, and it was like she was like uh, picked up the phone and was like hello, and then like realized it was a, like a, a little mouse tied to the end of it, and she screamed so shot. loud. And she was like, ah! And she's like, oh, oh God, hello, hello, uh. Because <laughs> she still thought it was a real phone call. 
still trying to work like hi yeah, I'm still so working sorry. it we're still doing bit, like i'm gonna be professional even though i just had this good, <laughs> crazy guy do this to me yeah that's oh funny. my gosh yep, i remember that so you know you have used this social media platform like we said you know and you've um you educate, you entertain, you found love. What do you, what do you kind of see the next thing in, in this path for you? Or do you even have, have it mapped out at all? I don't really have it mapped out. You know, um, I feel like my social media kind of reflects where I'm at, right? in my walk of life and the different seasons that I'm in. And right now, um, you know, I was just mentioning this to you earlier, seasonal depression really got the, not the best of me. I'm not going to say it got the best. I'm not going to give it that. Right. Um, but this, the beginning of this last winter was very hard for me. Um, and just as like a, a person, I thrive off of routine and I've always been very drawn to, um, you know, wellness and how, you know, different aspects of our culture, like are such a huge part of our wellness, wellness being like, you know, smudging in the morning and having, having dedicated time for movement and quietness and stillness. Like, I feel like when I, I think about my social media and what, what I guess I'm going to be, or I want to share is like that aspect of my life. Cause I don't know if I've really, you know, I've shared some things here and there, but this, the beginning of this last winter was very difficult for myself and, you know, for my partner being able to, um, find our rhythm again. And I feel like we're in this really amazing time right now. And we did an entire cleanse, everything on the inside of our house to the outside of our house. And now we're focusing on ourselves and our minds and our spirits and our body. And so we're being very, um, strict in our boundaries of, of taking good care of ourselves so that we can show up to be, you know, the best partner and the best parents and, you know, really just like a good version of ourselves. Cause it's so easy to, to, um, to, you know, like we were saying, fall out of routine and not tend to those aspects of yourself that, you know, you need to be tending to, to be a good person, but to also be a, a good person in your community. And so I think that's something that, you know, I've been sharing a little bit of videos of like, come with me to the gym at 5am. Like I'm, I am finding these little pockets of falling back in love with movement and wellness and exercise and, you know, eating good foods and nourishing like the parts of my body and my spirit that I guess I haven't been tending to for the last couple of months. <clears throat> well, that's something that really hits me personally. And you know, while I don't see myself as this big influencer, um, you know, and when we created this podcast, hell, if three people listened and found it uh, helpful or, you know, uplifting, I was going to be happy. But one of the things I do on my, you know, like my Insta and Facebook is I've shared my journey. And, you know, both from recovery in April, I'll have 20 years clean. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, but also, you know, I've shared very publicly my weight loss journey and the ups and downs of that. And I, I very similarly found myself, you know, in the pandemic struggling mentally. I was, um, 
kind of just ended a big relationship, uh, isolated, kind of feeling very alone. And I, I started thinking about dipping, you know, cold water dipping. And I reached out to a mutual friend of ours, uh, Barbara Blake, and I was like, hey, you, you dip a bunch, right? And she's like, yeah, you know, and I asked her and, and we went and she took me dipping and it became a very uh, strong part of, you know, my whole routine. And and it's all about that, kind of like you smudging your house. It was me kind of just taking out into the water and letting go all the bad stuff and kind of bringing in all the good stuff. And so, you know, and then I started posting um, on social media just kind of, again, about going to the gym. And, and that's my accountability piece. And... It really works, too, for me, because one, people feel uplifted by it, but then they start kind of investing in me and my health. And like I was really gung ho there for a little bit recently. And then I've been slid off because I got really my whole house got this crud that lingered for since mm-hmm. November. And people have been literally messaging me. Hey, how are you doing? What's going on? I haven't seen you posting from the gym Mm-hmm. And I I just love that. I love that mm-hmm. sense of community and uplifting that I think there's a lot of negative, you know, that you hear about social media. I mean, there's no doubt that's real. But I find it really uplifting. And yeah. And I've just as somebody if on the outside, like you've inspired me, too. And so I've it's been really awesome to see like your journey with dipping and having that time and that accountability, right? To make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Cause, and this is something that my partner and I talk about all the time is like, when we catch ourselves slipping and when we feel ourselves slipping, it's reflected in all, all aspects of our life, right? Our home environment, creating a sacred space, like the way that we show up as as parents and the way that we show up as friends, right? Like you have to take that time. And so I've been watching your journey too. And, you know, you've definitely been, it's very inspiring to see you and being able to see other people who are, are inspired by, you know, you taking the initiative to go dipping. Like it's been awesome. You know, I've I've been able to see Marina go out and go dipping and it's, it's, it's cool because it's a point of wellness for you. Right. And it's a, it's an opportunity that you're creating for your community and people like me who are from a different culture to learn about an aspect of wellness that comes from your culture. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's been pretty rad. Um, I've had some funny experiences from it where I, I literally was going uh, the full, what do they call it? Phlebotomist, the person taking your blood. Yeah. I went over to the Sitka hospital and got some blood work done and she looked at me real funny. And it's a look I get, you know, people usually I expect them to say, Oh, you're president of Clinton Hyde or something. And she looks at me and she goes, and I was waiting for the Clinton Hyde. And she goes, you're the guy who walks in the water. Oh, God. And I, was like, I was like, Whoa. And she goes, I follow you on TikTok." And so I also have a TikTok, but I have very few videos and, Really, it was just um, uh, our sister, Liz Medicine Crow, told me, hey, we got to normalize some of our customs for people. So, you know, that's why we started putting those on social media. 
And it was funny because then all of a sudden that blew up just like you, where we got interviewed and we were on these like lunchtime chat type panels Mm -hmm. uh, during the pandemic to talk about, you know, uh, by Zoom to talk about dipping. And I think uh, we might have even did one with you, right? Like was it? Was it, it did. Yep. I was, uh, I was one of the co-hosts for uh, Native People's Action. You guys came on and talked about dipping and um, some of the history behind it and what it nourishes to each of you. It was so inspiring. And it's like, yeah, it's really being able to see that on social media and being influenced in a good way. People talk about social media and TikTok all the time, you know, it could, and this, that's not to say that there are aspects of social, social media that are not good for your wellness, right? Um, but if you have the boundaries in place and the right intentions, like I mentioned earlier, social media to me is a really beautiful place, especially on TikTok. Um, I'm able to learn from other people and see people doing really amazing things like you dipping and your community dipping. So, yeah, I'm well, a fan. It- if it wasn't for social media, Sam and I would never even know where Steve is. So we, we have to follow <laughs> Bumya all, all across the country by uh, social media. <laughs> yeah, I feel like where, where be, is he now? Where is he now? <laughs> that's your that's your whole. T- I mean, Kajung, why don't you make like a traveling TikTok? Like, where's Kajung? Oh my goodness. All right. I need help with that. Let's work on it. (laughs) Yeah, I think you could do that and then throw some like hip hop dances in there, too. Yeah, I you know, it's one of the things that we've talked about with with our group with Bumua, you know, but it's like it's one of those things we like we recently got an Instagram like it's just crazy. Like we we're such old school guys and like we're just really into the music. But we really started realizing, like, especially during the pandemic, that to be relevant, especially in the music industry, you have to be in front of people. And so um, that's when we did finally get, you know, the Instagram, you know, and and uh, all all the, the social media stuff. We don't have a TikTok yet, but uh, our, our uh, social media manager um, is really, really trying to push us to just go ahead and just do it. So it's like we're, we're one of those guys that like we, we need that push. Definitely. I think, so, yeah. But it's inspiring to watch you guys for sure, to see the journey and the influence and the connections that you make with the culture. And it, it was one of the things that during the pandemic for me, um, one of my music videos, you know, uh, you know, our stories, I was so inspired by the amazing things that people were doing on social media that the whole the whole song, the music video was was centered around the dope stuff that indigenous people are doing and sharing on social media that was a beautiful piece i remember that that's one of my favorites so steve i i gotta tell you um one you definitely need to have a tiktok for um your band but my mother who you know she's retired and stay stays at home now and uh I came home, she's staying with me right now, and I came home the other day, and I had a bumyow hoodie waiting for me, because she saw it on Instagram or Facebook, and (laughs) ordered it online, and so, hey, that stuff's effective, bro. Yeah, heck yeah. But it also, it also creates, like, or gives opportunity for people who might feel 
invalidated, right, in their own walks of reconnecting to their culture or connection to their culture, right? And it's, it just, when I talk like and say like it creates this sense of community and like pride in your indigeneity, that's mm-hmm. what it is. And sometimes people, you know, who, you know, have may, may have grown up away from the village or off the reservation, like sometimes it's really difficult for them to find that space and that connection. So that's something that I think about with social media is like, yeah, it's, it's an awesome platform. And sometimes people might be nervous, like you might be nervous to pop into it, but you really are giving people and sometimes people just need that encouragement and that love and that like, that good energy to practice their ways of life and to be validated and to know, you know, no matter where you are in your journey or your walk of life, like as an indigenous person, you have connection to something that is greater than yourself. No, I really appreciate that for sure. Do you have, you know, for someone who is maybe never really connected with like the indigenous uh, TikTokers and uh, do you have some folks that you would like suggest some of our listeners, listeners to, to, to discover and follow? Um, yeah, I mean, you could, even if you go on TikTok and you just type in like hashtag native TikTok uh, in the search bar, you will find some amazing like singers and, you know, people who are sharing like, you know, in the, in Canada or what's now known as Canada or what's now known as like the lower 48 United States. Um, they'll be sharing like round dance songs and like, so I, I have just personally, like, you know, my, my closer, closer friends on native TikTok, like Mr. Kiam or, you know, my partner, Krista Daniels, myself, um, there's some awesome, you know, singers on there like Tia Wood and Fawn Wood who are sharing these, these just like nuggets of goodness through like songs and dancing. And so just even if, even if you feel lost and like you want to get into that community on native TikTok, like even just searching in the search bar, hashtag native TikTok or hashtag indigenous TikTok, you come across some really talented and awesome people. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a couple elder ladies up north that I just love. Oh my gosh, my favorite! Are you talking about V? Yes. Yeah, OG Triple V. Like, if you, if, if there are just times in your life, right, where you are going about your life and creator just puts these people in your life and you're like, this was meant to happen. We totally cross paths with OG Triple V in Seattle like at the Seattle airport. And it was by happenstance that Krista and I were traveling back from Chicago and OG triple V and her crew were traveling back from Vegas. And we just like, they're so funny. I I'm glad you mentioned them because OG triple V is one of our favorite. We like to call her like our TikTok Aka. She's yeah. from Wait, Yep. Yeah. She is freaking hilarious and you know you got this um she's an elder or looks like an elder and just does like these hip-hop and and just funnier than hell and seems to have no boundaries and is it her cousin Della also Della Hoya yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so they she has her own and then they do them together 
and they're just hilarious. And my God, I, I think she has like hundreds of thousands of followers. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Sounds Good like we uh, should have her on Box of Knowledge. Yeah. He is funny. Like, she is hilarious. And the thing with her, her TikTok is like, she's got no limits, like, no boundaries. She just is like funny as heck. Yeah. She's got like, yeah, she's got like 239,000 followers or something crazy like that. But it's like, people, she's just like authentically herself. Like I was saying, she just shows up and doesn't care what people think. And like, you know, we'll share about her life in Wainwright. And yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I, I I really love, for me, it's like in my personal life, I don't really like to watch like scary movies or too serious of stuff. Sometimes I just need to laugh. And so TikTok's that for me too. And I, I like some of the serious stuff. I like to learn and to hear and hear other cultures, but I'm always going to be drawn to the funny, to the performers, to those who just want to have a good time. and native tiktok is definitely the place to go for that um we make fun of everything and including ourselves including ourselves probably especially ourselves and um i just i'm here for it i love it 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 brings me joy to see that and so you know if you're listening to opening the box of knowledge go on to tiktok and just put in hashtag native tiktok and see what craziness is out there um and beauty and art holy crap um the art is insane people doing beading i follow this lady so yupik where she teaches yeah and she teaches and you know shows how to do her work and it's just incredible to see people um use these tools to express themselves, to share, you know, their, their life, their daily life, their art, their song. To me, it's really uplifting. Nikki's super funny. Nikki's family also comes from where Kachung and I's family come from. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, she makes the most beautiful cuspucks. I mean, Mm yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what it is, is like, it all goes back to being drawn to people's energies, right? Finding that sense of community, showing up as your full self. Like it was because of TikTok that I, you know, was drawn to the like energy of my partner and then came out to, or like, I don't even like to say came out, like come out or came out as part of like the LGBTQ plus community. Like I'm just stepping, or I feel like I have stepped into like my full self and just I'm apologetically who I am and I'm in love with who I'm in love with. It's mm. just. I, I like that because, you know, so many uh, people in my life are, you know, in that same space and everybody's, it, it, you don't owe anybody a definition of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's whatever for you. And, um, Hey, you're happy. I'm happy, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's pretty incredible that you were able to find that happiness and love, um, you know, because like I said earlier, I think that's a generational thing where 
I'll have like people send me Insta messages and stuff, and I just immediately delete them. I'm just like, oh, they're crazy. You never know. I, I know that you know the dream person might be out there and have already messaged me and DM'd me, but I'm like, nope, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Like I. The only way that Krista and I, like maybe, maybe by some other way, like, you know, creator would have crossed our paths, but it was through TikTok that our, I had just been scrolling and found a video and came across her page and there was some kind of energy draw there. And there was a wellness event that was happening or there was, it was some kind of cultural event happening in Calgary. And I had like a wild hair and was like, I should just go. And I should like meet her and go to this event. And I had spent like the last how many years just, you know, having babies and feeding babies and being mom. And so I was like, I'm going to do it. And I had support from my best friend, you know, Marina and my other friend and my brother. And I didn't tell anybody about it and just went to what's now known as Canada and spent like the most amazing two weeks there you know, hearing people sing and dance and traveling through, you know, some of the the big cities and the towns and really getting to know my partner now, who is now like a permanent resident in what's now known as the United States. And that is an entirely, that could be like an entire podcast of getting that, but that status because of the J Treaty. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, don't ever close off if you think, you know, if I like, we like to joke and be like, it was like the native mingle TikTok for us. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I love it. I know you're right about that on a whole episode on borders and the ridiculous J Treaty. And We learned like, and the there was no resources for us to learn, right? And she had originally come here just to come and like, to visit and to meet, you know, my family. And um, we learned very quickly that through like paying lawyers thousands of dollars to ask for advice on what we could do and what she could do to stay here and to live here. And every lawyer that we had paid these thousands of dollars to talk to for a consultation had told us, your only option is to get married. And I was like, there has to be some other you know, she's an indigenous person. I'm an indigenous, but like there has to be something there. And we had been told from people, you know, lawyers that we had to get married and she was going to be landlocked here and wouldn't be able to go and see her family. And so <clears throat> when I say we're, we're now just coming out of this time of like hardship and stress and like re falling in love again with movement and wellness, that is all from that that time period of us like that cross-border love like trying to figure that out was so difficult and not a lot of people knew about the J treaty we didn't even know about the treaty J treaty the only reason we found out about it was because of tiktok somebody had commented on a video and said you know look into the J treaty and through the J treaty she should be able to you know gain permanent residency status there and live there So that was an entire journey. You know, we drove, shoot, it was, we left Eagle River 
on Friday morning at 8 a.m. We didn't get back to Eagle River until Sunday night at 1030. We drove that entire time because you had to physically go to the border and apply for this. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was that, an interesting journey. That, that's something, it sounds like a TikTok uh, story, honestly, in education. Um, yeah, uh, we in Southeast, we live the whole border issue kind of nonstop Clinkets uh, and Haidas. We have Clinkets in the interior, Yukon, and mm-hmm. then we have Haida in BC. And it's incredible, like where I'm from, Prince of Wales and Haida Gwaii, in my village, if you're on the mountain, you can, you can look across and see Haida Gwaii. Mm-hmm. And when you're in Haida Gwaii and you're, you know, the north end of the island, you look right over across at Prince of Wales, and it can be so cumbersome to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And if you have any kind of um, history, legal issues, criminal history, even minor stuff can be incredibly hard. Yep. You know? This is pretty, yeah. wow, this is really interesting because it's like, you know, learning about this, you know, this act that you're talking about. I mean, it's like, we always joke about how uh, when we're cruising around and we do something, it was like, we say that thing, TikTok taught me. That's like the ultimate TikTok taught me. Yep. Yep. For real. It was like, <clears throat> TikTok taught me, number one, that I was gay, like, because I'm like, I'm so in love with my partner. But, <laughs> TikTok also taught us that through, you know, this J Treaty, we were, or my partner had rights to live and work in the States. And we didn't like, just because of, you know, my background, like in policy and, and, you know, learning about treaties, like there was just something, Krista was, my partner, Krista was like, this is going to work. Like I, if there was something that was worrying me, I would trust that intuition. but. I was skeptical. I was like, I don't even, how do we know that they're going to honor this treaty? Right. But it was the ultimate TikTok taught me or taught us that we were able to make this work, but we had to basically chance it. Right. You had to have so many documents. We had to physically drive to the border. And then, you know, it just, it was an entire journey, but it, it gave us this like very, very deep appreciation now for us being able to be in like, you know, be in a relationship and be together because there was a time where we thought that we weren't going to be able to be together because we thought that she was going to have to be quote unquote deported. So yeah, that was like the ultimate TikTok taught me or TikTok taught us. Well, I, I think that's just incredible. There's so much, um, again, I could go on all day about the J Treaty uh, and border issues, and especially as Indigenous people who shouldn't be separated by these phony borders and these invisible lines Mm -hmm. that, you know, I mean, my people, we've had relationships across those borders, you know, for tens of thousands of years, and now the last couple hundred years matter more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, but it's, it's all, you know, it all goes back to, you know, you, you talk about relationships and like 
being part of this larger community in this place, like larger than yourself, that's what we've ultimately what we've been, I guess, kind of reflecting on is like, if it weren't for TikTok and if it weren't for social media, we wouldn't feel as called to like this larger part of ourselves, right? That, you know, might've been sleeping for a little while, but yeah, totally agree. Yeah. I, that's the cool thing about social media right now is it's kind of binding us together or, or building those, you know, I, I think reestablishing networks that we've had since time immemorial. But uh, yeah, it, it's pretty incredible. And I think, you know, they can be scary tools or they can be positive tools. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm glad to see that you've uh, made it a positive tool. Yeah, I I absolutely love it just cuz it's it's been it's been a journey and it still is a journey and we you know there was some pushback from people in the community or from from folks like you know TikTok could be used and social media could be used in a positive way and you still have people who you know are not showing up as like the healthiest version of themselves. Right. And it's so easy to fall into holes of, or like these, you know, this tunnel vision of negativity, but again, it's being able to put up that boundary with yourself and recognizing like, you know, is this healthy for me? And is this serving me in a good way and, and helping me to be a better person? I just, I, this is like this new wave of education, right? And like pride and community and like badassness and fucking, sorry, like native, I don't know, just like native humor. As native people, it's that's one of the reasons why I love TikTok and social media is one, like I love performance art and I've, I love dancing and, you know, doing voiceovers and things like that. And it all comes back down to like that root of energy that you are craving. And that to me is what social media is giving me and what I'm, you know, we're able to share with other people. Well, I keep telling Sam, we need to create a TikTok for opening the box of knowledge because I literally see other podcasts, you know, just showcasing themselves on there. And then we really just need the famous Kelsey to kind of, blow us up a little bit on <laughs> yes well, that's, i was gonna ask you i was like do you guys have a tiktok yet because i would love to make a video and like you know well, give y'all a plug and be like I got my well call. sam's on the call right now so sam what do you got what do you say about that <laughs> Well, yeah, I've been taking videos while we've been going here see if I can get a tiktok going um, but we'd love some coaching and some plugs <laughs> for real Key- I'm down keyword Kelsey was coaching Yes. Yes. Somebody asked me, somebody asked me if I would coach them. And I was like, you know, that's an entire business entity that I was like, maybe I should consider that. No joke. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm not uh speaking against that. Uh I think if you could do it, great. I, I think what comes through with your TikTok that people are drawn to is your authentically you. And I don't know if you could teach that to somebody else, but <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like I said earlier, I was like, man, she's such a performer. And to hear that you had that theater background and, you know, it, it comes across cause you are clearly 
just an entertainer. And uh, I love that you do this with your heart, um, that you're educating people. And, you know, it's such a um, powerful and effective tool. And, you know, you're right. Creator puts us in each other's paths for reasons. And I think uh, you got your reward, you know, uh, with your love. And I congratulate you. I'm so happy for you as a friend. And, um, you know, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, I just, I'm very, very thankful. And I, I feel like if you put you know, you share in these, if you create these sacred spaces for yourself or you create these moments for you to express like truly what you, if you put it out there in a good way, it will come to you, right? It's like, it's exactly how karma works and it's exactly how energy works is like that reciprocity, right? Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, you know, just... You and I have knowing each other for so long and being from the same hometown and even the same village. I'm yep. so proud of the work that you do. Um, everything that you have been sharing and bringing to light with the rest of the world. Um, just I, all I have to say is for that. So thank you so much. Goyana, I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much because there's, you know, when you and this is something that, you know, is is difficult to anybody when you you know put yourself out there and when you you know I I very much put myself out there and you know my partner does too in in a good way but it's it always leaves room for people to judge and criticize and something that I just want to share you know with anybody who's listening is if you have the right intentions like I've been saying this entire time if you have the right intentions if you have the right energy like just hold on to that because there are so many times where you know you put yourself out there and you share pieces of education and or parts of yourself and there there's always going to be haters there's always going to be negative comments there's always going to be somebody who it's so easy to criticize someone else right but even from our own people even from our own people even from our own people and that's an entire other subject you know as as somebody who you know, utilizes social media to share this very intimate part of myself and in, in being, you know, in a a relationship with a woman like that opens a door for criticism and for, you know, for for people to give their opinion so freely. But I just want to share for anybody who's listening and even for us on the call, like it's just such a good reminder to really align ourselves back with if you put yourself out there and if you share that good energy with other people, like just deflect away from that negativity and understand that that negativity or that projection of like negative energy is not a reflection on you. It's not right. And if, if there's somebody, you know, who comes at you with that, you just, you have to, and this is what we practice all the time is like, I'm thankful for your, you know, for being able to, that you feel comfortable to share that here, but I'm not going to take that. Right. Um, I, I don't know how to, to end this any better way. So Sam, I think we got our soundbite for this. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I thought it, this hour went by so fast and, uh, 
you know, we really appreciate you helping us open up the box of knowledge and have this conversation. So thank you, uh, Koyana, Gunachish. Uh, uh, yeah. we, really, we really do appreciate it and just, you know, wish you all the best in everything you're doing. And you've got the right idea. Put put out good energy. It'll come back. Yep. Koyana Jaknak, Gunachish. I'm so appreciative that you guys invited me to be here and it just feels good to have i don't know this is like the best way to have you know spent my sunday afternoon is to talk with you all so uh-huh. i'm happy to be here and i'm a fan and i'm a supporter so once y'all get your tiktok up and live let me know <laughs> <laughs> we will no pressure yeah. sam we will <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody be well we'll talk to y'all soon okay